Hello, everyone. This is Aaron Passington here with FamilyFilmProductions.com. And we're so honored to have with us here today Elaine Horn for first interview with our site for this year of 2017. Hello there, Elaine. Hi. Hi, Aaron. I hope you're doing good today. Yes, yes. I, I really love your site and everything that you do, and it's an honor to be on uh, this interview with you. Thank you so much. For our first question, if you could explain, uh, first for you, Joe, how did you get interested in the Wizard of Oz in general? Uh, I grew up in Indiana, and um, it was basically, um, my fa- it was a family tradition to watch it um, every year. And I remember when I was about five, uh, it was an annual thing that happened, and um, I just uh, loved the message. The boss uh, that you know um, so well has been a very popular film, and it's been viewed by millions of people over the world. Uh, you know, what does this film mean to you? Well, basically, always the most important thing that this film says that ninety uh, percent of most films from the past and now don't say is is the the message means the world to me that good always overcomes bad at the very end. And this is a message that the world needs to hear because in movies from the past and the recent present, um, they're just getting messages that evil is good and be evil and you'll be popular, which is so false. Um, You'll end up being a loser if you think that mentality. But a lot of the movies, uh, they paint that picture. To me, good and loving people always overcome hate or being bad. And um, whether it's here on earth or in heaven. And that's what um, the movie means the most to me about. Absolutely. Thank you. Now, sure. you know, as everyone knows, um, you're very much well-known as a nationally renowned uh, Judy Garland as a young Dorothy impersonator. And, you know, mm-hmm. how did you get started doing this and making it a career as a time now? Well, um, let me correct you by saying um, I'm, I'm nationally re- renowned Judy as Dorothy impressionist. Right. It's, it's more of an impressionist than sure. impersonator um, because... Um, I resemble Judy, but mm-hmm. I'm not a dead-on look-alike or sound-alike right. um, or dead-on look-alike. But I do sound exactly like her, and I do have a strong, strong resemblance to her that even outside of my costume, people will say, you know, you look like a young Judy Garland when she was Dorothy. And, um, but I don't want anyone to, uh, you know, feel like they want to rate me, like, well, she looks more like 25 and 16, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm an impressionist, but the response from the children and the adults, they're very fascinated with my resemblance right. and my voice and my mannerism. Absolutely. And and you asked the question, um, 
how did I get started doing this and uh-huh. it turning into a career that I'm now blessed to be famous for. Uh-huh. Um, a, a few years back, um, I met Judy Garland's son in an acting class and he just came up to me and introduced himself and um, I, you know, he basically was very polite and very boyish, so I wasn't, um, you know, I'm never real warm to adults that are that, you know, that come up to me like that, but he was very boyish, very sweet. Um, we did a scene in acting class where he played my dad, and then we just became friends, and he invited me uh, one Thanksgiving to have Thanksgiving dinner with Mr. Lutz when he was alive, uh-huh. uh, and Liza and Lorna and her husband. And when I met the family, they were so overwhelmed. They just were startled. They said, you know, you resemble, you're even built like our mom. And um, Joey had said, when I met Elaine, he told his family at Thanksgiving, uh-huh. I saw the aura of my mom all around her. Well, it's, it's very interesting, Erin. Um, I was, um, when I was doing one of the stage shows at the Glendale Center Theater, mm-hmm. someone had said that Joey was in one of their classes, acting class, mm-hmm. and, oh gosh, this must have been 10 years ago uh-huh. or more. Oh, probably 10. And anyway, uh, so I was invited to the class, and I saw Joey there. You know, I had come because I was checking out. My parents wanted me to find a good drama teacher. So I, I said, who's that young man? I mean, even though he he, he looks very young for 50, he, he really does. Yeah. He doesn't look at all his age. He looks like 20 years younger. Um, and I was amazed, but I didn't understand why he was staring, and then somebody had told me who he was, and I met him, and um, we became friends, we would do things um, together as a group, and he was just very uh, overwhelmed with how much I reminded him of his mom when she was young, seeing that I'm the same height and build, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and so about Eight years ago, Joey uh, was invited to be to come and be part of the rendezvous of the Wizard of Oz Munchkins at the Culver Hotel. Oh. Um, 19, uh, I guess it was um, a 50-year reunion or a 60-year reunion since they last were all together. He called me. He invited me. He asked me if I should rep- if I could represent his mom as Dorothy in the outfit at the event. Um, I did. Um, I ended up meeting and performing with uh, performer Warner Brothers um, Wicked Witch Oz impressionist Kurt Raymond. Yes. And we started just basically doing vignettes um, throughout the evening as the wonderful Munchkins met people and signed autographs. Mm-hmm. But every time we would be doing the vignettes and we would finish, the audience during them would just stand and listen and then they would applaud. So it was very um, a wonderful situation and I guess from there um, Joey had um, mentioned and given me the name of the person to contact at Warner Brothers 
to help with any publicity needs for the 60th anniversary of The Wizard of Oz, which I um, I started to do with Kurt, and then, you know, I just started getting all these calls, and it became literally now a, a wonderful career. And um, Mr. Musk, who was married to Judy the longest, I think 12 years, managed her. Uh-huh. One of the very first things Mr. Musk, Sid Musk, had said to me was, Elaine, you have that exact high, high level of energy as my wife Judy had that can hit an audience from being on stage to 30,000 people. And I said, thank you, I'm just being myself. So they groomed me and um, they endorsed me to, especially Joey and Liza and Mr. Lusted, they endorsed me to play their mother as Judy Garland as Dorothy, as an impressionist. Um, and they, um, they connected me to Warner Brothers Studio that owned The Wizard of Oz. Uh-huh. So I met with the Warner Brothers execs, and they were thrilled. It was Greg Mayday. He left right. Warner Brothers in 2012. Mm-hmm. But he was over me. He was the VP of theatrical venues. So they put me in the famous sing-along Wizard of Oz show tour. Uh-huh. And um, I got to work with some of the munchkins from the movie that were in their 90s, but after 60. And when I met them... They started to cry, saying, you know, this is the sweetest memory since we last saw Judy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's much, much more to say than this. So working with the Munchkins over the years, uh, 2012, um, four of them passed away. But Jerry Marin, the original lollipop Munchkin from the movie that sang and gave the lollipop to Judy... Uh-huh. There's an endorsement letter from him, and I worked That's right. the most with him. Yeah. And so it's, it's all been a matter of uh, people calling me and from my website, and it. I never, I never expected to be famous all over the country or world for this. Very, very blessed. Um, so I know that I know that to say the last thing, Google um, emailed me and they said, "Congratulations, you are on the worldwide net. You are listed seven thousand times, which makes you a celebrity." But Gosh. you know what? That that's that's nice. But I love the children most of all, and if I make them happy, that's what I care about. That's so special. It, yeah, it, it's it's amazing because, you know, there are so many people out there, you know, that mm-hmm. think they can do impressions and, and different things of that nature. But yeah. um, your performance and, uh, you know, all these things of that nature are very professional. And, mm-hmm. and fortunately, at this point, I still have not seen you in a live production, but hopefully at some point sooner or later. You will. Um, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, many of these events, of course, with a single on tours um, for the Wizard of Oz across the country. And, you know, I know you did um, a number of the shows in the past with Kurt Raymond, Oz Impressionist. It's, 
it's been a, a while, but how was it working with him? It, it hasn't been that long um, that Kurt and I worked together. Um, he is a phenomenon. He is amazingly brilliant. He is mm-hmm. profound. Right. Um, he's very professional, but it's shocking how amazingly talented he is and how he looks and sounds just like Margaret Hamilton's Wicked Witch. Absolutely. So it, it's always an honor for me to work with him. And Kurt did two of the sing-along all shows with me. When we performed live at the Greek Theater and when we performed live at the Hollywood Bowl stages before the main sing-along show. Uh-huh. But all the other ones that I toured nationally, I did on my own. And what happened was, is Warner Brothers researched the ages that watch the Wizard of Oz movie the most early in the tour. And they found out that the kids between ages 2, Aaron, through 10, all nationalities, they watch the movie all the time, all the nationalities. And so they wrote this, this show and Judy Garland's son, Joe Luck, helped produce it and put it together and before each Wizard of Oz show uh, before the main theater palace showing uh, I would perform this with a stand up book looking Uh and sounding like Judy but the kids are the new stars in reenacting the Oz movie with me and it was such a hit with the kids and the families all over with the tour. Uh-huh. And they then allowed me to do this um, shortly after um, all over the country. And so it's very famous, well done, and it's a hit wherever we go. With the kids and the adults. Very exciting. It, it's it's always a joy, I'm sure, for you to um, be among the children and and see them happy and smiling and, of course, seeing, you know, their parents or relatives excited about what you're doing as well. Yes, yes it is, and it's an honor. And um, although the kids and the grown-ups are fascinated with me, I do a lot of adult corporate events where right. the adults are amazed. Um, right. I think I was born looking and sounding and being built like this for children everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Working with the Munchkins, I'm sure, was a thrill for you as well. And, of course, yes. I know that you have worked with them for so long, and unfortunately, some of them have passed now. Um, but tell us a story about working with them together, maybe with Margaret. Well, I've I, I worked with them for about um, seven years, and they passed away um, before that. But when I was... When I started doing this, um, I was 15, and I I was good, but I think in the last three years, I peaked to be the best in what I look like and sound like than anything before that. So in 2012, I was doing a lot of events with them, Mm -hmm. and um, I... 
Margaret Pellegrini. I love her with all my heart. The lollipop munchkin, mm-hmm. the coroner, uh, Nikki Carroll, um, Clarence and Myrna Swenson. Um, uh, I forget the other ones. Um, but there's a picture of me on my website with them. But Jerry Marin um, and I got very close. In fact, they all treated me like I was their great-granddaughter, and they had a lot of love for me. But I would do events with them when they would reenact the Munchkin Man scene and all come out, and I'm saying, oh, my, you know, and they would come out and sing. Right. And then Jerry Marin and I worked the most together when I would, you know, come on stage and he would start singing the song he sang to Judy Garland. Uh-huh. me and having me the lollipop and the house went down everywhere where we were and then we did photo ops and meet and greets but they gave me uh, the most wonderful memories um, that I'll ever have and they gave me a lot of love and um, it was just an honor to hear their sincere remarks they've done a lot of Wizard of Oz festivals over the year, years but they said you know Upon meeting you and then performing again for them a few years later, they said it's just, it brings back the sweetest memories. Your voice, what you look like, your mannerisms. They said it, it brings back the memories that we had a while, a long time ago with Judy. And I guess because of that, there was a very special love and bond between us. Uh, a lot of the things that I've done with the Munchkins, um, Margaret is an absolute angel. Yeah. Um, I love her and the other Munchkins with all my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an honor that they consider me, as they put it, their Dorothy, which, yes. is, which is great. Yes. Um, with, um, she's remarkable. All of them are remarkable. Jerry Marin, uh, Clarence Swenson and Myrna, Mickey, um, Little Carl. Um, I haven't really, I don't really know my heart very well, mm-hmm. but um, it's like, it's remarkable seeing these hard, hard-working people with incredible energy in their 80s going for it, and yes. you know, it's, um, they're remarkable. I learn something from them every time I watch them or I work um, with them, and they're always very loving, very kind, and um, in fact, when I met them at the Culver City Rendezvous, most of them said that I reminded them so much of, of Judy. In fact, yes. one of the women, Ruth Cassini, said, when she heard me doing my line, she said, it sounds like Judy is right behind me. And wow. um, just remarks, like, Mickey Carroll, he's an angel. He started to kind of cry, and, and um, oh. we were wondering, he said, what's wrong? And he said, you brought back the sweetest, memory tonight because of how much you look and sound like like Judy as Dorothy and it was so touching um yes. especially because of his love but mm-hmm. it's you know it's a great honor to work with such loving caring hard-working people yes um and I learned something from them every time I'm around them That's wonderful. I'm very thankful for their friendship. That's neat. Okay, now, 
Um, I know people have read somewhat about your work on uh, Central on their website, and they have seen that you were on the Donnie and Marie show and on Entertainment Channel, and um, you had performed on the very special 80th birthday party for Judy Garland with the Yet Again the Munchkins. If you want to tell a little bit about those events. Okay, well, with the Donnie and Marie show, that was when I was doing publicity for the 60th anniversary, and their publicity department called me and asked me to represent them as Dorothy. And what I did, um, we were pushing the re-release of 1999 of the DVD and um, the video of the new one that had come out that year. Mm -hmm. And I did a scene, a very brief scene with Donnie, and then we talked for a minute about the, the wonderful new restoration that they had done then in 1999 yes. and pushed that. Mm -hmm. Did that answer your question about that part? Yes, it did. Okay. Okay, regarding the E! Entertainment Channel, um, I was, um, I helped auction off at Christie's in Manhattan. I helped rather preview for the auction the original pair of ruby slippers that Judy wore the most out of the six pair. They sold for over $600,000 and I was previewing them and meeting and greeting all the clients that came in that day. Mm -hmm. And they were very interested and they had a, a segment on me with the shoes and wow. seeing that I'm, in, I'm endorsed by Joe Luck, you know, Judy's precious child. Yes, yes. Favorite. Yep. And um, so that, that was quite an honor for me. And with the 80th birthday, um, I, I went with Joey, Judy's son, who's an angel that just has the most incredible heart. Nobody knows about him, and he should be the most famous one mm -hmm. because of his heart. Mm -hmm. But he asked me just to make appearances with him. Um, I did some vignettes from the movie. I made appearances. I signed autographs, which I feel very ridiculous doing, but people want them. So, yes, yes. You know, I'm, I'm more than happy to make them happy. We did the photo op. Um, mm -hmm. I just accompanied him to each um, event and hostess and stuff. And it was um, it was an honor. But again, I felt like I was with my family, the wonderful Munchkins and my dear friend um, Randy Malone and beautiful Margaret O'Brien were there and mm. precious June Allison and Joey. I had the most wonderful time. Wow. So, so very interesting. Now, you travel around the U.S. and perform to families in general and tell the story of The Wizard of Oz. Please explain about your performance and the cold rundown of that. Okay, that's not exactly what I, I do. Oh, okay. It's a small part of what I do. Okay. Basically, I do um, Oz, Wizard of Oz festivals where I performed the scene, the Munchkin scene with Jerry Marin the month, the, oh. the most, where we do the vignette, um, and he then sings me the song he sings to Beauty and hands me the lollipop, and we kind of fill in um, parts of the vignette with the theme of the event, and then we do photo ops and meet and greet, mm -hmm. which, I, which I've done that um, with um, a number of the munchkins. Um, but I've also been part of the Warner Brothers Wizard of Oz sing-along show tour. Yes. Um, the Warner Brothers uh, Master Oz Impressionist, Kirk Raymond, who does this all over, mm -hmm. we've, we've been performing um, last year and the year before. Before they actually show the Wizard of Oz movie, which of course has the lines from all the songs that the audience participates in, mm -hmm. it, it's been a big hit. 
And we perform um, one of the scenes of the movie before it actually opens up, and then we do the photo ops. But I guess um, it was quite an honor when I performed at the Greek Theater Live. Um, yes. That was the longest for about 20 minutes with um, Kurt Raymond, wow. master of impressionist. And um, we really enjoy working together, doing um, wherever they show the movie, The Wizard of Oz. We've done a lot of performing before the movie, yes. question and answering time. Then they show the movie, and then we do photographs and autographs, which, you know, we love meeting everyone, mm-hmm. especially the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, then, of course, you know, the Christie's thing that I shared. And then I also um, work at the MGM Grand with Ruth Dessini and Margaret. Pellegrini, um, who were featured in the Wizard of Oz gift shop, um, selling my friend Steve Cobb's wonderful book about the munchkins. And um, I helped represent Dorothy selling items, you know, um, meeting, greeting, taking photo ops. But I do corporate events that use the Oz theme, host events, do parties, um, and then I do a performance storytelling sometimes where I perform the line that Judy Garland did from the movie and I incorporate that in showing and telling the story as Judy with Bill Stillman and Jay Atwood's wonderful pop-up book of the movie yes. of the movie of The Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. so I, I also do that so I do a gamut of things and yes. I love doing all of them but I think where my fulfillment is mostly is that not the performing not the applauses that's nice but it's the children because mm-hmm. and most of the children that I meet wherever I've gone nationally they actually if they're under 10 uh-huh. they love they actually even teenagers they actually think I'm the girl that filmed the movie I know so huh. when I'm able to tell them things like always remember to listen to your family first and you'll be just as happy as I am stay close to your family right. and I share things like every time you watch the Wizard of Oz movie just remember how much I love you and that you're my new best friend. Um, that is so incredibly fulfilling yes. for me because I knew um, as a little girl uh, that if I could have someone who I looked up to say that to me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it enforces a child's self-worth, which is, I think, so important when yes. they're growing up because sometimes they just don't get a lot of that. That's right. Um, so... I hope I answered that. Yes. Yes, you did. I mean, fully for you. Mm-hmm. Very special. Yeah. Very, very special. Thank you. Now, um, you know, one of the pairs for these slippers, um, you know, as you know, uh, had been sold at the auction at Christie's several years back. And uh, would you mind telling us about that event and, you know, sure, how there, there were There were a couple of ones that I've done. Um, uh-huh. the, the recent one is this was about six years ago. Um, Christie's and the Paley uh, Film um, Center uh, in Los Angeles had Debbie Reynolds' beautiful ruby slippers and dress that they decided to sell. Uh And um, just just to put this in there, Debbie Reynolds for 10 years was trying to make, with her son Todd, a movie museum. And Debbie and Todd had hired me a couple of years before they decided to sell everything. Debbie and Todd both hired me to play Judy Garland as Dorothy 
-hmm. And on the opening of the museum, I was going to be able to wear her dress and her shoes. So I was so excited about this. Amazing. But for some reason, they didn't get what they needed to build it. Uh And so they were just getting weary, so they decided to sell everything. But there was a special day where um, the crowds would come in to preview the ruby slippers. And uh, I just never, Erin, I never experienced people surrounding me constantly wanting pictures. Um, I, I, I did after the big, big movie palace shows, but it wasn't like that. It was almost like uh, just crowds that didn't stop. Right. And then I was there for five hours non-stop, one picture after the other. So, um, But it was an honor to be part of that. And I think it's a picture of me. It's just Christie's, but it's also Christie's and the Paley Center, which happened about six years ago. But it, it was amazing. I guess I was just heartbroken that they couldn't make it happen mm-hmm. because the last place they were trying to make it happen was in Tennessee That's and right. it fell apart. So they were going to fly me every weekend to perform as the Judy Garland as Dorothy at the museum. Um, but it's heartbreaking that it never happened. But yes. it was an honor to be there when they previewed them to auction them six years ago. Right. And, you know, and myself as well, I... Uh, and of course, many other people were really looking forward to that whole park and that museum. And you know, yeah. when I heard myself that you know they were going to have this in Tennessee, it's a beautiful yeah. state, and it's unfortunate that it never came to life. Yeah, I think that the people wanted just too much money for them to build it. I think the people so. in charge, right. and um, so they sold it, and they sold everything, and. Debbie Reynolds made $22 million and Todd made the other. But mm. I loved both of them because for seven years I was in contact with them. And right. So it is a disappointment, but maybe somebody down the road That's right. has a selection that may want to make a, a museum. Mm-hmm. And that would be great, and I'm sure that people are going to love that, and of course they'll love okay. to see you too. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Erin. And I love Thank you. Um, uh-huh. Now, um, our next question, um, since we only have a few left, um, you know, of course, it's it's known that you are Christian, and you know, as a Christian yeah. myself, the Lord really does, you know, put people on a path and a journey in life for a reason. Mm-hmm. And if you don't mind telling us how you found the Lord sure. and you know, ask Jesus to come into your heart. Yes, and I have to say about you, Erin, you're one of. I think you're a little older than me. Are you 31 or 32? Are you 30? I'm, I'm uh, 34 now. Oh. Um, well, you don't look it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, even the friends that my husband and I have at our church, they don't have the integrity and love of God and giftedness like you do, Aaron. So it's an honor to know another boy that and another young adult that loves the Lord the way you do 
And I was brought up in a Jewish family, and they uh-huh. would give me Hanukkah presents, uh-huh. and then they would give me Christmas presents. And they would say, if you tell anyone we gave you Christmas presents, because we don't want you to believe in Jesus, we'll take them all away. Well, when I was seven, I had a dream, and I realized later it was about the Lord in the Bible with white hair and the the red eyes burning, and I knew at 14 I couldn't have known that. I dreamed it. And Mm -hmm. so very quickly on, I heard the story one time, and I knew it was the truth, and I committed my life then and there. And... um, you know, my family was shocked, but now my father and mother are Christian. First, um, okay. I mean, my mother and father are both Jewish, and um, they would always give us Christmas presents and Hanukkah, and uh-huh. I remember them saying to me, Aaron, um, but yes. don't tell anybody that you celebrated Christmas, you know, because Jesus isn't, you know, isn't the right thing. And, um... Mm-hmm. You know, it really is true that if you come to hear about the Lord like a child, you'll automatically know it's the truth. Yes. When um, I became, a little bit older than that, when I became um, a teenager, mm-hmm. I heard the story of Jesus once at mm-hmm. the Griffith Park Observatory. They showed it and played it once. And I had had all those years of what my parents said about, don't tell anyone you celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I knew the minute that I heard about the story and the life and the resurrection of the Lord, yes. I knew it was the truth, You're no right. matter what they said to me. And um, so it was so simple for me, um, I guess because I've always tried to stay open and humble and pure and mm-hmm. teachable, yes. where a lot of teenagers may not want to go that route. Mm-hmm. But I'm thankful I did because a few years later, look what I'm doing, and I'm I'm so blessed by it. That's right, absolutely wonderful. And honestly, I'm sure you can never have the need to say that you're ever ashamed to speak about never. the truth of Jesus. Wonderful. Never. Never. That's right. Now, um, I I will say that I think that no matter what anyone may say when any of you hear this I I can surely say with Elaine um, as she's here that um, no matter what people may say Jesus is the truth and he is the son of God isn't that right? Yes, it's very true That's that's right and you know just to interject this Yes um, What I've just been I've just been asked due to a situation that Frank uh, my husband had with his ear. They thought it was a tumor, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. But I was just asked um, by the House Ear Institute, which is world-renowned and hearing ear, ear care with world-renowned ear specialists mm-hmm. and surgeons here in the Los Angeles area. They were just asked to represent them worldwide as Dorothy wow. in their clinical research department in, in helping deaf children and children that... Uh, are, have major ear diseases and to find a cure for that and if it weren't for my faith and my love in God and I know that he asks us to pour our life out and serve the people around us mm-hmm. this now as I do and why I do what, what has become my main 
objective and why I do what I do as as Dorothy, um, it is because of this charity and what I found out about how they suffer and what the children go through. And it's an honor for me as a Christian girl to represent them as a wonderful character that people trust um, yes. to raise funds. And this, this is like the greatest thing that could happen to me. And the head of the department is a phenomenal Christian um, ear surgeon and ear specialist named Dr. William Howard Slattery III. And, yes, um, wow. It's, um, it's, it's very well known throughout the world. So I'm mm. looking forward, whenever I do events, to meeting and telling people about what they can do if they'd like to be a part in helping, whether they're a Christian or not. It's just because I am, mm-hmm. I really felt the call when they asked me. Absolutely. I felt the deep longing of God for me to participate. Wonderful. It's like the Holy Spirit will perk your heart and the Lord will say, Go ahead, Elaine. It's time for you to do this or something. That's right. Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. Good. Good. Everything, everything, Aaron, every single thing that I've ever done as the Dorothy Impressionist, it has all come from the Lord. And I have to say that if you strive to live a pure and holy Christian life, God will give you the desires of your heart beyond what you could ever imagine. And I never thought that I would be known all over the world and be endorsed by Judy Garland's family, endorsed by the original 1939 munchkins that were alive, endorsed by the VP of Warner Brothers, the executive over theatrical venues that left in 212. So I have to thank the Lord for everything. Absolutely. And and so many of us do. And and that's wonderful um, even to hear you just quote a verse of scripture about the Lord giving us the desires of our heart. Because as you know, uh, the Lord wants us to trust in him. And, and, you know, that's very special and very Chris honoring thank you and and you know to say to other people Uh these these are very hard times that's right but why these hard times are coming to so many Christians is because God is testing people to say can you hang in there and still trust me even though things don't go your way because his coming his second coming I believe is happening soon Yes. And he's actually putting every Christian I know through trial to separate who are really his and who aren't. And the ones that are his and survive the trials, even though they're broken and hurt, but remain faithful, those are the ones, and where it says in the scripture, the gate is narrow and very few will enter. And he's preparing now. So I want to encourage all you people that may have had a discouragement or hard time in your life, press on. God will be there for you. It just may take longer than you think. Thank you. And I echo Elaine as well on that. It's it's absolutely important, and especially to everyone out there, uh, press on exactly like Elaine says. It's important when, you know, and as you know, Elaine, when anybody gets down and weary, trust God. God's going to lift you up, and he will be there to call on him. Right, but it, it may take 
a long time. It may take that's longer right. than we've been used to. But that's, that's only right. because he's trying to know, okay, this is a test. I know you're going to be unhappy. I know you're going to be sad. And, of course, you're going to sin because you're hurting. You're right. human first, then Christian. But as long as you remain faithful to me and hang in there, you will enter that narrow gate. That is correct. Thank yeah. you for that and encouraging yeah. us today. So if you can go ahead and tell us um, about your storybook performance show um, and maybe give an example of how that's done for everyone to hear that you know, may okay. be interested in looking into that more. Sure. Um, it was written again by some of the people at Warner Brothers and Judy Garland's son and uh, Joey Love, who's her favorite and the youngest. And um, basically why it's a hit everywhere is the way that they put it together. As a present after I got done with the tour, uh, Joey Love, Judy Garland's son, made uh, hand, had them hand-made um, and built um, these gorgeous six-foot color character stand-ups, but they're not like the type that you buy, uh, you know, cardboard stand-ups. These were, uh -huh. he made them, the lion, the scarecrow, and the tin woodsman, uh -huh. he made them for me to do the tour with. Right. And then he also, yeah, he also, as a surprise, had these gorgeous poppies uh, and vases uh, made for me. So me. the gorgeous stand-ups are behind me with the poppies coming out each side, and they're a stunning backdrop as I sit in a chair with a hand mic and a beautiful Wizard of Oz movie pop-up book from the movie. The children sit around me, and they're the new stars in reenacting the Wizard of Oz movie with me. As I look and sound like Judy, but what the adults like are the dramatics. I go to the scenes like, oh, you know, I go to the actual scenes. Uh -huh. So the drama is like, level is like that of the Greek theater, Hollywood uh -huh. Bowl. Uh -huh. But I love the children from 2 to 10, and I believe they deserve top-quality entertainment. So that's the first 20 minutes where they're on mic, and I'm redoing the movie with the book behind uh -huh. the gorgeous backdrop. And then we quickly move into the Oz music playing, and we tell them the munchkins from Munchkinland bake these lollipops because they love them with all their heart. So the kids stand in line, they ask questions and get a lollipop. And then for the adults, we do a question and answer time. Anything, questions they have about the filming of Oz and Judy, uh, which I learned for the tour and from uh -huh. Judy's family. And then the final portion is complimentary photo ops behind this stunning backdrop. And um, so it's built in a way that every age enjoys it, but it caters to the kids and that are the most important between ages 2 and 10. Neat. Very exciting. Especially yeah. for uh, all the parents that have their one-year-old children, when they get to be two, then they get to understand and get a little older and see all that fun, too. Back in 2005, Elaine had the honor and privilege of attending the 
special event for the premiere of The Wizard of Oz back in 2005. And Elaine remembers that event and how special it was for her in being around some of the Warner Brothers execs and others that were there, including other various Oz celebrities in the wonderful Oz community. Now, tell me what your thoughts are on the restoration. It was incredible. I saw it with Joe and Judy's son and Frank and mm. at the premiere. Um, it was It's incredibly beautiful. It's the most beautiful film piece I think I've ever seen. Mm. And um, all the special featurettes documentaries, it's remarkable. Yes. Um, and I think John Fricke, who's a very special friend, did a brilliant job yes. with his involvement in it. Yes. it. You know, if it weren't for him, it wouldn't be as tremendous as it is. That's right. Very true. And I think it's remarkable. I think that even if people don't even like The Wizard of Oz, if they watched it, they'd be fans afterwards. Mm-hmm. So very true. And I still get some of my friends to enjoy it to this day. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay, now, um, one very exciting feature documentary on this DVD features you and your work for several minutes. I bet that was a great honor for you, but I think that, you know, people can see about the camera angle didn't come out as clearly as you personally thought it was. Please, um, let me know of your comments. I don't know if that's the correct terminology, but yes, okay, something it was like that. Honor. Yes. And normally, I never, ever, ever do film work, but because I was asked to do something this wonderful, it was such an honor. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do anything I could mm -hmm. to be part of it and make it special. Um, the reality is, why I never do film work is that I don't at all come off like what I appear live. When I perform live and I've been hired over and over and over again for people seeing me in my live performances, mm -hmm. that live, I look and sound very close with my mannerisms to Judy as Dorothy from what I've been told by even her son. Mm -hmm. But even he, Joey, has admitted that whenever I've done a few things on a film or TV, that the way I look and sound as Dorothy and even as myself is completely distorted on film. I'm just one of those people mm, wow. that is incredibly unphotogenic. And um, because I represent his mother, and, and it's an honor to do that, mm -hmm. I like to make sure that I'm seen in the light that's, that's reality. The, the, the portion that I did made me look like I was 20 pounds overweight. In actuality, I'm 5 feet and only 110 pounds. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know what the problem was. I, I think I enjoyed working with everyone, but I know that I've had the same problem over and over again, mm -hmm. and um, as I said before, um, when people see me perform live, and then when my friends saw me on the DVD, they had called me up, you know, to congratulate me, but to encourage me that I came off nothing like I do live. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. I don't know why I seem like a completely different person on film, yes. look and sound, but okay. there's a remnant, maybe... 10% of who I am that comes mm -hmm. off on the film. Can mm -hmm. you believe that? Yes, I do. And and I think I could sense it too. I mean, 
I haven't seen you perform live, but I know what you have said, and honestly, I take people's opinion of who the person is more than I would off the screen. So I, I honestly well, agree yeah, with you. Know something, um, what's, what's really encouraging is mm -hmm. if I wasn't known for doing what I do and doing the best, mm -hmm. I would have been never asked to be part of it. Absolutely. But secondly, um, if I, you know, going along with that, um, the Warner Brothers people, when they screen everything that's been filmed, if I wasn't what they wanted and I wasn't as good as my reviews had said, the Warner Brothers execs would have never kept me in it. Mm-hmm. That they wanted me in it. That's right. And, um, but I think the pictures of me on the website, the, the one with me with the ruby slippers mm -hmm. and my hair long, that looks 90% like what I look like. Uh, yeah. And, and then the other picture looks a lot like me, of course, but I'm a couple years older. Yes. Now, may I ask at least, the picture that's on the websites now, um, uh -huh. when was that one taken? It's behind something that looks like the Emerald City, but I don't think uh -huh. anyone could ever see uh, what that, that was. was. taken about six years ago. Oh, okay. And I was doing, um, like, a stage show of it, and um, we had a makeup artist that knew how to do my makeup for a photo shoot, mm -hmm. just like the one with the ruby slippers. Yes. I had that makeup artist, he seemed to understand what makeup, what shadow, mm -hmm. what camera angle, what lighting was mm -hmm. needed so that it could show that, yes, I really do resemble this girl. Yes. Which I don't think I had that um, with the DVD. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. All right, now, um, there was an official screening for the movie not too long ago last month, in October, in Los Angeles, shortly before the movie was actually re-released. Now, um, I know you were probably able to attend that, so please yeah, tell about your students. It was, um, October 19th okay. at the Motion Picture Art and Science Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Yes. Sciences, not mm -hmm. scientists. <laughs> uh -huh, yeah. Uh, and, um, of course, I went with Frank, and I went with Joey, and And I was very thankful that I was able to be there to hug him and be 
there kind of as a reminder, there's a reason I look and sound like this. Mm-hmm. And maybe one of the many reasons is to be an encouragement to how much you are loved, you know, by your mom. And um, so let me make it perfectly clear. I'm very happy with, you know, the young woman that God made me. That's right. Um, and Judy was and is a wonderful, was a wonderful human being, and I, I believe she's in heaven. Hopefully. Um, but it's those moments that give me the greatest joy for why I look and sound the way that I do mm-hmm. for her son. Yes. Did you Thank have you. any questions about that event? Um, I would ask that I would I would like to say uh, for those people who haven't heard the interview I did with Eric Shanover um, just recently I did ask him about that and he explained some interesting things and I asked him if you attended and he didn't remember seeing you there so I'm glad it cleared up for everyone now Elaine you were there and you had a great time is this on the air now? oh yes oh yes because I remember seeing him um, he was you know in a white but I was running around all over the place, you know, meeting and meeting people and talking to them. But it was, um, you know, it was a packed um, reception before the movie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, any other questions on that? Um, I guess um, I would like to say regarding I had been told by Eric that he had gotten a some kind of Federal Express mailing invitation that looked very official. Did you get something like that as well? Yes. Okay. I, I did. It was beautiful. It was a, um, well, it looked like one of the covers that had the shoe, the ruby slipper. Yeah. Shoe, but the heel seemed very high. Oh, boy. On it. Um, but it was absolutely a beautiful invitation mm. that, that Warner Brothers put together. Wonderful. Please give me your comments regarding the site and how you think that we can help families in the future with the many films well, that we distribute. I think, I think it's exceptional, and I do not know of any that's like it on the internet. Really? Why I think it's so... It's a beautiful site, the way that you put it together. It's just a great site to look at, and the way that you do it. But it's so pure. It, it, I, just the idea of just seeing a site offering really wholesome movies that, um, you know, that, that is G-rated or better than G-rated is very unique. Yes. And because it's so important to me to encourage the children that I meet to stick close to their family and do mm-hmm. things with the family all the time, mm-hmm. I think it's a remarkable, brilliant idea. Thank you. That you have. And, um... I, I know with as talented as you you seem to be and determined, um, you're going to go very, very far with it. I hope so. I I do pray for the opportunities to do something like that, and I, I believe I am starting to now. Thank you very much. So. Actually, personally, I'm trying to go in the process of getting a brand new rating passed, and it is called the FE rating. This rating would stand for Family Entertainment, and it would be basically only on the movies and DVDs that get released. The rating would probably be preceding the general G rating, or it would maybe be something in between G and PG. It would be movies 
under this rating that they would be wholesome, free of language and slander and, and all of that. And no parent would think twice when putting their child in front of a movie if this rating will come about. So I would like you to give a comment or whatever you want to say on that, what you think. And we hope to soon or sooner or later present it to the National Rating Association. And I'll has been Elaine Horn, wonderful renowned Judy Garland impersonator as Dorothy. So thank you so much for your time and very first internet audio interview. That's right. for... You got it, Aaron, because you're very sweet, very talented, and you're very persistent. And not a lot of people have the qualities you have, but that's what's making you a success. So um, no, thank you. I, I really look forward to meeting as many people that listen to this. Um, yes. If I ever do an event in your area, please come up. I would love to meet you yes. and talk to you and find out about your life. Yes, thank and you. And hope you be an encouragement to you. I appreciate it. Well, may the Lord bless you and your work and as you give the Lord glory and as you keep on giving Warner Brothers a little of their glory, I know you'll do a wonderful job. Oh, that is, that's precious of you. Thank yes. you very, very much. Yes. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Well, once again, this has been Elaine Horn, renowned Judy Garland impressionist as the young Dorothy. She is amazing. And if you ever get to see her in a live performance, you will be sure to enjoy that. This is Aaron Passantine with Family Films Productions. Thanks for listening.